and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, On Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. This week, Chris is obsessed with some game or another and is using the podcast to talk about it because, well, he's obsessed. Is this healthy? How many games has he been obsessed with over the last five years? Have Fletcher or I ever been obsessed with a game? But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, and the Gift of Games at Grays Lake, Illinois, and a huge thank you to all of our other patrons as well, of which I owe some people games. Those will go out this week, so if you've won something, you should get it by the end of the week. I'm just going to say that right now up front. Also, if you want to be in our live audience... And you can do pre-show conversations of subjects I try to avoid as much as possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can at tabletopgametalk.com slash live Monday nights, 830 Central Time. All right. Um, the only thing I have going on that I would talk about in this whole banter section is the thing I'm obsessed with. So I'm going to ask you guys to, you know, banter about something. And uh, how was your weekends? I had a nice weekend. Okay. I uh, went up to... Um, visit some family in Wisconsin and stopped in at a game store, um, Alexandria Games in Ripon, and picked up a couple games and had a very nice time there. It was it was a very nice little store, um, and they have an online shop. And if you want to go support them, that would be great because they had a storm roll through and they were trying to replace some windows that are all boarded up. They're like top windows. So go check them out. They were great. Did you hear about, um, oh, was it St. Louis, how multiple game stores got broken into and people cleared out and, well, the thieves cleared out their Pokemon card collections? Nothing else. Oh, really? They just broke into all the stores in the area and stole Pokemon cards. Wow. Yeah. There were so, so many th- better things to steal there. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things. I uh, Yeah. these. It's amazing what people will do when they're obsessed with something. Uh, not to, you know, harken back to our episode. But, Fletcher, how was your weekend? Have you gotten through all your wedding gifts yet? <laughs> uh, I've gotten, yeah, I mean, I've gotten through all the wedding gifts. Uh, that didn't take that long to, like, open up a bunch of boxes. It took a little bit longer to throw them all away. All the, <laughs> wedi- all the not the gifts, <laughs> but the boxes. <laughs> um, this past weekend, Karma and I spent a good deal of time, like, writing thank you cards to... A lot of people. I think we've got about half of them done. So that's impressive. Half more to go. Yeah. It took us probably six months to finally get all those done. It wow. It's just so easy to put off and keep putting off, and then you're all like, "Oh wait, I'm a horrible, horrible person because I haven't sent thank you notes yet." <laughs> I yeah. like did um, all of the ones that like I had received by like a few weeks after the wedding. But then there were like a few straggler gifts and I kept being like, oh, I need to write those thank you notes. And like there are probably still people I had never wrote a thank you note for because they sent their gift late and I was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, but don't worry, yeah, they don't listen to my podcast. They're really so. lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're lazy sending a gift. I'm lazy sending a note. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you might have done a blanket thank you on the podcast at one point around that time. No, because you were married before you did the podcast. Maybe I, I did was, a blanket thank you on the podcast. I think you did, because I was definitely married like four years before we started a podcast. Man, you've been <laughs> married for a long time. Um, Eight years. Yeah, so I guess only time. three years before we started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> John's like, that's nothing. I've been married for 73 years. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> marriage time travels differently oh darren is 25 tomorrow nice congratulations <laughs> wow 
so yeah, so obsession. So this is what we're talking about. And we're talking about it because I'm obsessed with the game. And I don't even know that I should be. It's a very, I, I really, I enjoy the game. I like the game. But I started thinking, like, I have been obsessed with a lot of different games over the years. And people still ask me, it's like, oh, do you still like this game or that game or whatever type of game? And and I'm like, yes, I still like it. I don't play it anymore. I'm not as obsessed with it as I once was. So I'm just wondering. <laughs> All right, so now we're getting a bunch of eight years married. So Courtney's at 16, Terrace is at 6, and Fletcher says less than 1. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anyway, Fletcher, have you ever been obsessed with a game? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever been obsessed with a game, maybe in the way you have. I'm not sure. I have to hear about your obsessions. Um, I think the game I've probably been obsessed with the most is, like, when I was a little kid, um, like Monopoly, I remember wanting to play Monopoly a lot. Um, and then when I got older, uh, probably like in middle school, I became slightly obsessed with D and D because that, that's when I was first introduced to it. And I was like, "Wow, this game is really fun!" You know, I'm playing with like my core group of friends. We're all having a great time. I'm like, I need to get the player's handbook. Um, and this is like, this is uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons at the time. Um, and I like read the handbook and, you know, read everything except for like all the spells in the bank, which you just like skim through. And then every time we would hang out with my friends, I'd be like, you guys want to play D and D? You guys want to play D and D? I created like this map. I created this thing. I, you know, I have this like scenario in my head that I think would be fun to play. Blah, blah, blah. I created this character ahead of time, you know, whatever. Um, that lasted for maybe like a couple of months and then it became less of an obsession, more of just like, you know, I'm a fan and I like to play the game. An appreciation. Appreciation, yeah. So and and so that's a good starting point. And I looked up the definition of obsessed on Webster's just before we started recording. And the definition here is a persistent, disturbing preoccupation with an often unreasonable idea or feeling. <laughs> <laughs> now disturbing. I am not I'm not saying that it's wrong. I I think that this definition is probably accurate for you know, what we're about to talk about today. But when you first got into D&D... Are you about to correct Merriam-Webster's dictionary? No, 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 no. I'm just... I was... I, I was your potentially probably correct. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe I'm using the wrong word, but I don't think I'm using... the definition. Yes. Oh, I <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> I picked the right word. It is accurate. <laughs> but your D&D experience is the same type of experience that I feel multiple times a year, depending on the game, right? Whereas I want to learn everything about it, study everything about it, you know, build characters. Theory craft is, I like that word, theory craft, but because but it's one of those things, right? You don't even have to play the game. You're just obsessed with the game. And all of that is super, super cool. I just, like, I feel like, I, don't, I just don't know if it's bad. Like, were you having fun at the time? Um, I was having fun. Yeah, definitely. So it's not bad. It was. It's not bad. No, it was. It was not bad at all. <laughs> so, Kitty, did have you ever had an obsession? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In gaming. Continue. And well, um, all right, we'll start with gaming, but we can also talk about other things too because it, it's very similar in a lot of ways. How? Let's keep it focused to gaming. Um, I mean, like wingspan was one that I got really into for a while, and then. That kind of switched over to Azul and then Calico. But I wouldn't say I was, like, obsessed with any of them. I wasn't like, oh, I better go get, like, if anything, 
you got obsessed with Wingspan on my behalf and got me all of the like stuff and accessories and a t-shirt. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. I'll vicariously obsess for other people. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think I'm much more likely to do this with video games than I am with board games. We're like, um, oh, I just want to play. Like, and I think it's because it's a solo experience. I can do it by myself most of the time. You know, I can oh, I am really into Hollow Knight right now, so I'm just going to go play that. And all of my moments that I can spend doing this, I am going to go play Hollow Knight, and that's what I do. Um, but with board games, I don't have the the space or um, organized home where children won't eat pieces to have solo <laughs> games like set up a bunch. So um, it's a lot easier. But I do play, like, you know, Pandemic, I got really into playing pandemic on the iPad for a while and that kind of thing. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if I've been really obsessed with a game though. So I I've had a quick comment about hollow Knight. I have tried to get into that game and I like it, but every time I put it on the TV and I play, it's like this, basically this white dot in the center <laughs> of a mostly black screen. And my dog goes insane. She's like <laughs> looking around, like barking and like, what is that? And she barely barks at all. And she's like, what is that? And the way my TV is mounted on the wall, there's uh, my bedroom is behind it. And if I fling the cur- if I fling the character to like the right hand side, my dog will go around <laughs> the side of the wall. Like, where did it go? <laughs> uh, that is too rough because it's such a good game. It's one of my favorite games. Which is why I yeah. grabbed it as a um, comparison. Yeah, it's on Switch. You should get it. It's really yeah. good, Chris. I'm, I'm never going to play it because I can't have another obsession. But you bring <laughs> up a good point. So video games are easy to get obsessed with for, you know, basically people are more likely to get obsessed with a video game than a board game. Because I think that part of being obsessed with something is that it's something you can do on your own. And... Mm-hmm. You know, so Peter mentioned, you know, he was obsessed with D&D. He has spent way too much money on minis and books and, you know, picked up books from third-party publishers. All of those activities are things you can do that don't involve someone else. They involve the concept and idea of maybe somebody (laughs) else. But you can do them on your own and you get enjoyment out of that. Someone who sorts their Arkham Horror the Card Game collection, completely reordering everything every six months, that's not normal. But it's fun, and I enjoy doing I guess that. I, I kind of did that with with uh, Magic, Magic the Gathering, back in the day. Um, I would just like go over my card. I had no one to play with, really. Like we'd try to play at school, but then school banned it. And then, like if I wasn't over at a friend's house, it's just like I would stare at my cards, cards, and organize them, or I'd come up with like two different decks and play the decks against each other. So. And, and that's 100%. I don't think you can play Magic seriously and actually have a Magic collection without having some kind of minor obsession because you know what you're getting into. Like the whole business yeah. model of Magic is to get people to spend well, a I mean, lot of time. I definitely did it when I was in fourth grade, but, you know. Yeah. As you grow out of it. Yes. I just never grew out of it. I just said, hey, now I actually make adult money and now my obsessions are worse because I can afford more obsessions. And that's not... It's not bad. I don't I don't regret any of it. I just I'm trying to kind of think about it. Like, why do I get obsessed about some games and not others? That's that's a a big one. And I think a part of it. So, Kitty, your main obsession is outside of gaming. Probably sewing currently. 
And why do you, like, what about sewing It draws you in? Oh, I don't know. Um, I love being able to create something out of, like, nothing. And, like, just being able to, like, see a fabric and be like, oh, this is what I want to make out of it. And then to have that become a reality. And I see Courtney there with her sewing machine nodding at me. So this makes me feel like I'm not alone in this. Um, and this one I do... Um, I think I fall into obsession because, you know, then you start buying fabric with like, oh, I'm going to do this thing with it. And then it just goes into your stash. And I have shelves and shelves of fabric. <laughs> it's like, someday I'm going to make this. Um, And I don't. Uh, Sometimes I do. Currently, I'm working on a David S. Pumpkins costume for my toddler. And I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Um, But, you know, I don't, you won't even I don't understand. think that's normal. Oh, my gosh. No, I let him watch the sketch. We just skipped, like, the scary part. And he thinks it's so funny. But he calls him I'm Pumpkin David Dave. Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm going to be Pumpkin Dave. And it's so cute. <laughs> uh -huh. Sahara also has a closet full of fabric. So it's... It, it's a common one, I think. I'm not alone in my sewing obsession and my fabric hoarding. So, well, and pattern and I, hoarding. And I think they're related. I honestly do. Because <laughs> yes. so the things that I find that I'm most obsessed with is building things outside of the game. Playing the game is great. If I can play the game and it's a good game, even better. But doing all the stuff outside of it gives you that sense of... Like, it's like a satisfying sense of building something, of creating something around something that you really like. And I think that that's like the main thing. Anytime I, I get obsessed with a game, it's not just the game. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to play this game again. I can't wait to play this game again. It is almost never that. It is almost never, I can't wait to play this game again. It's, I can't wait to build this thing. So the next time I play this game, I'll have this thing to use. Mm -hmm. Twilight Imperium. I've played this game four times. I've basically pimped out every single color. Each one has like their own set of colored dice. I, you know, sleeved everything. Everything is like just too much time spent on this game that I will only play once or twice a year tops. But the act of being able to sort and build something for it, that was satisfying. Very short lived because once it was done, it's done and it doesn't come around that often. But that to me was fun. And I think that's the same thing with the sewing thing, right? It's like you like sewing because you like creating things or at least the idea of creating things. Mm -hmm. So it, so it's not that different. All right. Now, someone brought up before we started recording, is Kickstarter an obsession? And I just want to cover this real quick before we get into actual games because I'm not sure it is. Based on what we've been talking about, is Kickstarter an obsession? What do you think? And Fletcher, I want to hear your opinion because you have <laughs> you don't care about Kickstarter at all. So you're like this outside looking in opinion. I mean, it's not an obsession for me. <laughs> um, I guess it can be for you or it could be. I don't know. Do you feel like it's an obsession? <sighs> I feel like FOMO is different than obsession. And Kickstarter is more of a FOMO thing then I must buy on Kickstarter to complete my life. It's I must buy on Kickstarter so that someone else's life isn't better than mine. It's subtle difference, but <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's basically there. I don't know. What do you think, Kitty? I'm sorry. I just opened a new tab so I could browse Kickstarter. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, I did say <laughs> I have backed or I have found I've, how do I say this? 305 Kickstarters is my current count which is 
too many. Um, I think three of them weren't games. But yeah, 305 that I have backed. I still don't think it's an obsession. I think it's sometimes, all right, more often than not, it's a mistake. Um, <laughs> I'm trying very hard to not, to just be obsessed with the games I have versus the games I don't have, if that makes sense. But I don't know. I, I think Kickstarter is something different. I get that. No, like, I've been trying, like, when we did the Kickstarter edition and we had all of these like podcasts that heavily covered Kickstarter, it was really easy to like, oh, well, I just need to back this. I saw this and now I need to back it. And now I try to like more carefully curate, like I am intentionally backing this game. I know I'm going to want this game. And like, I have a lot less regrets and a lot less games that like come into my collection, sit there and shrink wrap for a while. And then I go, I never even wanted this. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, and that happened for a while and now not so much anymore. And I've still backed quite a few projects this year. Um, just not as many. And I'm much more excited about receiving them. So I'm going to use this as a segue into my current obsession. Um, and anyone who follows me on YouTube already knows this. And, you know, I've mentioned another podcast a few times. Two years ago, I backed a game, Car Wars, on Kickstarter. Car Wars is a game that came out in 1981, and it was like a $4 pocket game. It was a game I was aware of, but a game I had zero interest in. And even when I was a nerdy teenage boy, I had no interest in this game. It was so hideous and ugly. Like, the cars were, I think they're one-inch long little cardboard, like thin cardboard chits. And I'm like, I just, I have no interest in this. It's It's terrible. And I loved things like champions and uh battletech and all these these games were like super crunchy games just car wars was not my thing i also would have no i never liked mad max i never liked the concept of driving around and shooting people from a car it's like give me sci-fi give me superheroes but not shooting people with cars fast forward i was yeah i was all into like i don't know if you remember the video game twisted metal nope was a mid-90s playstation game anyway it's basically like Cars driving around and shooting each other, the, essentially. The best I got was Spy Hunter. So Spy Hunter was my shoot shoot 'em up car game. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I just never had any interest in it. And so when this game came out on Kickstarter, I mean, this was two years ago, so this was like the height of my Kickstarter addiction. I looked at it, and again, knowing of it, the nostalgia factor is like, yeah, I've been tangentially aware of this game for you know almost forty years at that point. And then I looked at the game, and I'm like, this game looks amazing. Like, this just looks like everything I want from a modern tabletop miniatures, build your own, basically, vehicle game. And I wish it was a MechWarrior game. I really wish that Battletech had come out with this system. But Car Wars did. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. Like, this is this is everything I want in a game. And for two years, I've been obsessed with this game. It's the only Kickstarter of 305 where every couple months I would check in and like then do some more research and try to find videos. There's not a lot of stuff out there. Like for two years. And then finally on Friday, I got a shipping notification from FedEx saying, hey, it's going to be at your house by the end of day on Friday. All day long, I'm like a little puppy sitting at the front door <laughs> waiting for FedEx to arrive. At 7.45, I get a notification from FedEx, possibly delayed. No. It's yeah, and I still, <laughs> and I still kept staring out. It's like, well, until it's nine o'clock, I, I'm not calling it over. Nine o'clock came and went, and then Saturday morning, 
I get a notification from FedEx saying, rescheduled for Monday. And I'm like, because I had a four-day weekend. I had Friday off. I had, I had today off. And I'm like, oh, four-day weekend. I get to like play Car Wars all weekend long and and finally touch this game I've been obsessed with for so long. I even, like, I'm on a Discord server for this stupid game. Discord. <laughs> Q fail horn. It, I, ugh, it's terrible. So, boom, boom, boom. when yeah. FedEx randomly, like, Saturday, I, I'm I'm... I'm pseudo depressed at this point on Saturday. Not like really depressed, but I'm just like <sighs> my whole weekend. Now I just have to hang out with my family. I mean, that's where I was, right? So I'm like, I need a nap. So I went upstairs and I took a nap on Saturday and I got a notification about 10 minutes into this nap that FedEx had just delivered a package, at which point I was wide awake, ran downstairs and found a big <laughs> box of Car Wars on my front porch, which changed the course of my weekend a little bit. Anyway, um... I was still, I had, we had plans all day Saturday, so I didn't actually get to break into it until late Saturday night, but that still worked for me. And I really liked the game. I made Sydney play it with me. Um, she's She liked it. I recorded a YouTube video, the first one I've recorded in, in a while. Um, actually, the first one I recorded was a buying guide for Car Wars before I even had the game. Now that I have the game, there's a review up. I just did a, a how to play video today. It probably will be on YouTube by the time most people hear this. Um, and I'm going to do a couple more videos on it. I've been talking to the designers on Discord, and the game is really, really good. I am obsessed with this game. I want, I've want. i bought terrain. I want to paint the cars. I I have binders of, of the different build cards. Like, I've gone with... I've spent way more time outside of the game than playing the game. I've played the game exactly four times so far. It's a good game. The ideas around it are fantastic. And just those ideas, it's kind of like magic. You can spend a lot of time building decks and not playing the game and still have fun doing it. So that's 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 where I'm at right now. But that's what made me think. is like, hey, you've been here before, Chris. You're going to get past this. What are you doing? So now I need I need your guys' help. So what do you guys think? You're going to play Cars with me? Oh, we've got to play Cthulhu next weekend. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I have a lot of Car Wars in my future. We can switch it to Car Wars if you want. No, thank you. I want to play Cthulhu. <laughs> because honestly, something else that I have to admit, one of my gaming obsessions is maybe not a game, but um, I listen to a podcast that I will not stop talking about. And everyone is really sick of hearing me talk true, about the Glass Cannon podcast. <laughs> Um, and they play uh, Call of Cthulhu and Delta Green, and I am way, way more excited about that. And I have honestly thought about running a Delta Green game, like, and have threatened to do that several times. But now that Chris bought all the stuff and he's already obsessed with Car Wars, I can just quietly take it. This is how some of Chris's obsessions work: is like he gets obsessed with something, and then he gets bored with it, and then I take all the stuff. And then I don't have to be obsessed with it in the, like, collecting and getting all the stuff aspect, but I still get all of the fun of playing with the things. So, so yeah. And you don't have to pay Just for it. Just bring the books. Yeah. yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll bring the books. Well, get a friend who buys the boat. <laughs> so, I will say, exactly. there is a way of breaking obsessions, right? So, let's take, like, like Keyforge is, was another obsession, where, you know, I wanted to collect all the special stuff. I wanted to, like, have custom keys. I went to Etsy and got all kinds of, like, bits and tokens and stuff. The thing that made Keyforge such an obsession is I had Sydney to play it with as often as I wanted to. And there was conventions. And there was other people that 
when I did something meta for that game, other people were going to notice. They're going to say, wow, those are really cool keys you have. Or really, I, I like that play mat or whatever the case was. That can help drive an obsession. When mm-hmm. the pandemic hits and there's no more conventions to go to, very quickly right that can fall off, right? And, yep. and so if you don't have someone to share that with, it can be a problem. Now, right now, for Car Wars, I'm on a Discord, right? I'm share- sharing a lot of this these things with other people that are really into the game. But eventually, it's going to pass, and it's going to fade. And then I'm going to say, well, is this worth being obsessed with anymore? Nobody cares. I mean, it's just me at this point, and I will get bored with things, as Kitty has mentioned. But <laughs> if you are into something, it makes it easier for me to get further into it and really, like, dive really deep. If someone just mentions a passing interest in something, I'm like, oh, okay, let me just take that to an extreme real quick. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll play this game and it's going to be a full-size Twilight Imperium. I, I've you know rented out this corner of the galaxy over here, so we should be able to play. It, it'll be fun. <laughs> I have a time turner, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be totally cool. <laughs> so I still think yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Again, I don't know if this is a problem or not, but I think you're obsessed with podcasts. Well, not podcasts, but I think you're obsessed with these actual play people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've gone to live shows. You've been but not disappointed. In a weird way. Not in a weird way, <laughs> but you've been like devastated when live shows were canceled because of the pandemic. Yeah, but like you've said, you know, you, you have obsessions and then you like fall out of them. Cause like, I was really excited about the live show. I had my tickets. I was like there day one, I was emailing them like, Oh no, like I looks like they're already sold out. How is this possible? I was there like 10 minutes after the tickets. I was that person. And then now, you know, I kind of fell out of the habit of listening weekly. Cause I used to do it like while I was at the gym and now I don't go to a gym because of, you know, pandemic and all of these things. And so I kind of fell out of it, and now I missed a live show. I didn't even go, like, let alone get VIP meet and greet tickets. I know. (laughs) Um, You know, I also had another kid, and, you know, babysitters are hard in a pandemic and all kinds of things. But um, recently, like, I dove back in, and now I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, Episode 300 is, like, next week, and I have, like, eight episodes left to catch up on. Can I do it in time? Oh, my gosh. You know, and it's just, yeah. You know, yeah. so so I find that obsessions, like, can ebb and flow. You can, you know, be really into something and then, like, let it go and then get back into it. And I like uh, TV shows for this because with seasons, it, like, gives you, like, breaks from these things. So, like, you get really into something and then you have a break and you can, like, spend your energy on something else and then come back to it again. Um, because Which otherwise you think, just get burned out. I think is a great example just to because i'm gonna use that as a segue back because board games do this all the time right board game mm-hmm. comes out this is a really great game and you play it and you play it and wingspan i played i played i played okay i'm kind of sick of it oh wait there's an expansion mm-hmm. and suddenly this expansion comes out renews the interest which can actually be a problem and for car wars which i will i'm going to just go on the record right now I really wish they would have not used the name Car Wars. It is a terribly embarrassing name to even say. Like it's, <laughs> I hate, I hate the name so much. Auto Duel is what they started using for a lot of their stuff instead of Car Wars for like their magazine. It's Auto Duel magazine. I think Auto Duel is a better name than Car Wars. 
just Car Wars is just so middle school. It's just, oh, it's terrible. But anyway, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so this game comes out, like most Kickstarters do, with all expansions intact. So the base game, great. You have, you know, 50 cards per player and enough cards to play. You can play a four-player game. Awesome. And, oh, there's eight expansions. And each expansion costs somewhere between $20 and $50. So if you want everything, you're spending a ton of money up front. Whereas if you were to get the base game and then every couple months got an expansion, it wouldn't seem all that bad. But for me to say, hey, Fletcher, want to play Car Wars? It's only $400 if you want to go all in. You're going to be like, huh? Mm, No. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have a $30 version? They have a $34 version. $36, $34, something like that. Um, It's my buyer's guide. I'm like, you don't need to go. And $800 was what I put on the thumbnail, which it is $800 if you want to get everything that's even non-gameplay stuff. But um, you can just buy the rules box. And a couple bases, and you have everything you need to play the game. And you just basically get the cards from other people. The cards are just data. So you can, you know, grab that data from anything and play the game just fine. And Christopher says 36. Yes, $36. You'd have everything you need. But you don't have to worry about it. You just come and play at my place. I have everything you need in duplicate. So we're we're good. We're all set up. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Hey, Chris, I've been um, scrolling Kickstarter. And what I think after doing this for a while is that you need to get into 3D printing. There's no. so many cool things. So many cool no. things. No. And, and that's the thing on my Car Wars Discord. Hey, Fletcher. Um. <laughs> I think you should get really into 3D printing. Uh, hey, Fletcher, I, I agree. I agree I get... with that. <laughs> I need a bigger house first. Oh, my gosh. Like, somebody has created files to print this, like, it's like a massive in it would just be so much fun to like play D D in this like little miniature town. I also have um though like my Dickens Village Christmas town that I feel like I could just I don't know, I need to write like some sort of Dickensian Christmas themed RPG because <laughs> I basically have the setup for it already. That actually would work pretty well. Right? <laughs> Here comes a zombie around the corner. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, Terrence asks, when does a, oh, how does he word this? When does an interest get weird? I'm going to say a session get weird. <laughs> um, I think we're there. Honest, <laughs> honestly, I think that, I think it's always weird for everyone else, right? If I'm constantly talking to you guys about Car Wars, it's a little bit weird for you. You accept it because you have to. You're on a podcast with me. But, you know, every time Kitty mentions Glass Cannons, I'm just like, this is Everyone awkward. rolls their eyes. There's such a collective <laughs> eye roll that, like, it's audible. It works for the podcast because you can hear it, the eyes. rolling. You can hear the eyes rolling, <laughs> and and I Again. totally get that. <laughs> but but I mean, I do. I get it, right? I totally understand. It's like, okay, this is your big thing, and I want to support your big thing, but I can never be into it as much as you are. I think I got Doug listening to it, so at least I have Doug. There you go. Is he obsessed as much as I would you are? Like- uh, no. No one is. What would you like, Fletcher? <laughs> no I said I would probably enjoy listening to it, but my problem is I'm already behind on all of my podcasts as it is right now. That like adding another one to the queue. Is or just- like another four because they or are in network four, now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just yeah. don't have time, especially now that my commute got eliminated. Yeah, for like the past two years, I'm like there goes podcast my time. prime podcast listening time. Yeah. Yep. Well, and Terrence actually mentions too, um, and this is this is an aside. Ugh, I got to paint my gasland cars for that session. So, and I and it made me remember that's another way that these obs- for that session. Did I say obsession for that? Anyway, I'm thinking obsession, but it's another way that obsessions can happen, right? When I paint all of my Call of Cthulhu, not Call of Cthulhu, um, Cthulhu Death May Die minis, that's a form of obsession with that game. None of those things need to be painted. I painted every single character. There's like 45 of them. I've never done that before. Including like the two foot (laughs) Including the two foot tall monster. Everything. That game I do love and I love every time I pull it out, I love playing it. But there has to be some level of obsessiveness or at least some disorder of some kind to want to do that for a game, right? Is it wrong? I don't th- I don't think so. I mean, you everyone has hobbies and it's fun for if it's fun for you, it's fun for you. But um is it worth it? Like could you could I have spent that time investing or something? Is there something I could have done better? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but you had fun and it's not it's not like oh, I could have spent that time, you know, curing childhood cancer or something like that. Right? But maybe it's, I could have. It's not have. like anything would No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you could have done something that was like maybe marginally better, but I mean, you had fun and it was your time and you chose it how you wanted, you know, you chose how you wanted to spend it. So John actually fine. brings up a good uh, side question here. He's like, first of all, he says, no, painting minis is not an obsession. It's a great hobby. What's the difference? <laughs> one's a hobby and one is an obsession. Yeah. But what's the difference? One is healthy and one is unhealthy. Yeah. Okay, but how? Like, all right, I know that, yes, you can have casual hobbies, right? I have a hobby of rollerblading or something. Like, yes, that's that's fine. But if you have a hobby of uh, Warhammer 40K, Fletcher's trying to get into Warhammer 40K. He wants to drop all of the – he wants an equivalent amount on the wedding on 40K. So that's that's his goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, actually, what they, what they don't tell you is Warhammer 40K is how much money you need to spend. To <laughs> exactly. <the game>. exactly. <laughs> There's a dollar sign there, but it's silent. Uh, <laughs> not that silent. Like, when does it cross over from hobby to obsession? Like, Kitty, you're crafting – is that a hobby or an obsession? We, we joked about it, that it's an obsession, but you have a lot of stuff that you're never going to use. So have you crossed that line? Um, I actually don't think I have too, too much stuff. I am pretty good at um, getting rid of things that I know I'm not going to use. Um, but I don't know. I think that when it crosses the line from a hobby into an obsession, there's like a couple different places where there's like one... If you're not enjoying it anymore, but you feel like you have to do it, it is no longer a hobby. It is an obsession. Um, if it is something that is like harming relationships with other people. So like, I don't actually think you have yeah. any gaming obsessions, Chris. I think that you have um, a very it, like shiny hobby. object. No, you, yeah. you just get re- you have an intense hobby and that's fine. But like what you also do is like within your hobby, you get like really into a new aspect of it every once in a while. And that's fine. And like that's all you want to talk about. It's new and exciting. But it's not like, you know, hurting your relationships with people. It is not spending so much money that you don't have. It is not um, 
no longer fun to you. You are still having fun. And when it stops being fun, you find something new to focus on. So, you know, we as much as we call it obsessions, <laughs> I don't think that you have a, a problem. So, would, yeah. so where does like it cross negatively from? impacting your life? Yeah. So I don't I, know what the definition there is between like, you know, fun obsession and hobby, because I think a, a hobby really is just a fun obsession. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't buy that. Like the thing for me, <laughs> and and we've talked about this before, at least on one episode, we were talking about it. When I find something new that I'm interested in, I tend to go deep into that mm-hmm. interest. And so board games, like the hobby in general, started a podcast. Now, starting this podcast, I went super deep into all of the different recording methods, different ways of doing all kinds of things, and found, you know, I know a lot more about recording than I ever did before, and editing and all of that, and editing, you know, doing YouTube stuff and video editing. I do a lot of these things because I enjoy the act of learning and creating. When it comes to a game in the hobby, yeah, I'll find certain games where I'm like, this sparks my creativity bone that metaphor doesn't work there's a bone that lights no that doesn't work either i get inspired by certain games (laughs) (laughs) and i think that i enjoy that inspiration i enjoy being inspired by things if ever i was found myself where like you know something i'm not inspired by anything right now Uh, that's that's an uncomfortable feeling for me sometimes i like it sometimes i like to be bored sometimes like i don't want to be inspired by anything right now But I'll seek something out. I'm like, something will spark my interest. Just reading over chat. I'm like, there's four different things. I'm like, oh, I should follow up on that. Or I should look at this. Or I should, (laughs) you know, dig into whatever. And and I like that. Painting miniatures. It's not something I do on a regular basis. But I have, I don't know, over 200 colors of paint. Like 100 different brushes. a, A desk dedicated to it that I use about four or five times a year. Because when I do it. I like going in and being able to tr- do everything, all the options, and figure all this stuff out. It's not, it's not economical. I'll, I'll give you that. Like, if you're not going to paint miniatures for a full time job, you probably shouldn't have a designated desk for it, right? But I like having it, and I like being able to explore that aspect of that creative nature of things. And when I get a game that I'm like, I just really love this game, and I want to dive into it. Car wars. I'm going to paint a bu- paint a bunch of cars. I don't need to. I can tack Hot Wheel cars on top of these bases. It works just fine. And the cars have absolutely no bearing on the game whatsoever. But I have 20, no, 32 different car models right now. I'm going to paint a few of them. I told Sydney, pick pick two models and I'm going to paint them pink for you. She's like, I only need one. I'm like, pick two. <laughs> but that's going to be fun. And I'm, and I'm actually painting Sydney's it. Sydney's like, I don't even like pink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You should paint her a ladybug car. Ooh. Now the see the the dirty little secret is she once said she liked ladybugs when she was a teenager or kid. I think she was like a preteen. And her parents just never forgot. So now it's twenty years later and she's like and she I still don't gets ladybugs. Ladybug stuff. Yeah. I only know because that is her like iTunes review name. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. which she got when she was like a preteen for Comcast. Yeah, because you can never let something go on Apple. Apple's like, nope, no change. Nothing in this life will ever change on Apple. But I am definitely going to paint one a ladybug now. 
I, that's just that's just <laughs> definitely going to happen. So, and I like being able to do that, right? I just like being able to, and it's most fun when my obsession also is something someone else is mildly interested in. Um, I mentioned this with Keyforge. I was still more obsessed with the game than Sydney was. She had a healthy long-term relationship with Keyforge. I had a, I must own everything. I must have Fling. every deck. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, oh, it was a lusty, lusty thing. And, you know, so <laughs> these things fade over time, but she still likes the game and she still enjoys playing the game. And I'm like, yeah, I'll play it eventually when it comes on a digital form where I can play it easier um, until there's actually in-person conventions and I'll, I'll go back to playing yeah. it again. But and and the other thing too is this this completionist thing too is is this actually might be a problem. I, I'm I'm willing to say that this could be a problem. So too many bones. I own everything for it. I have not played everything for it. There's too much there. Arkham Horror the card game. I own everything for it, which would be fine because I basically played everything for Arkham Horror the card game. But I own double of everything for it because I wanted two full play sets of the cards. Car Wars, same thing. I have everything for it and another everything for it on pre-order. That is unnecessary. And that is that is something I probably should, you know. So then why do you do it doing. if you realize it's unnecessary? Because <laughs> it makes me feel so good to have a pristine copy in the back room that never gets touched as I use my play copy, which is fully sleeved and really never touched either um so marie kondo didn't work for you but i think maybe you need to check no, out what no. is it like swedish death cleaning <laughs> 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 you heard this one where like you have to pick up every item in your home and be like if i died what would someone else have to do with this <laughs> or like the touch one th- touch once methodology like <laughs> i pick it up like i touch it once like where does it go it must find its home mm, i don't like either a of trash these can things. or a filing cabinet <laughs> Where does it go? You have any idea how long Swedish I'd have to think about my think about your mortality, Chris? <laughs> no, you have any idea how long I'd have to think about my own death if I wanted to sort through all the crap in my house? It would be it'd be a very depressing thing. Just think how hard it's going to be for your children. <sighs> they're just gonna they're gonna be like, look at all this. They're just stuff. gonna get the dump truck and just push all the games into the dump. They're truck. They're just gonna call one eight hundred got junk and your pristine oh. copies untouched. Whoop, in they go. Uh, I do like Got Junk. They'll just come into your house and take stuff. It's it's really quite nice. It is very nice. Not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) However, if you would like to sponsor us. Yes. (laughs) Right? If anyone would like to sponsor us. (laughs) Funny thing, Casper, who sponsors a lot of podcasts, if you are unhappy with the Casper mattress, they can't take it back because it's a mattress and there's laws against that. So they call 1-800-GOT-JUNK and that's the return company (laughs) i know this from experience because i got a casper mattress and it was terrible and i'm like take it back and they're like we're sending over got junk oh this mattress is so hard and then you made me go touch it i was like this thing is a marshmallow no so soft it's a rock it's totally a rock unbelievably soft chris is like yeah i don't know chris like sleeps in a cloud made (laughs) of like unicorn farts or something i don't know what magical kind of bed you have that you were like oh this casper mattress is hard Actually, I think that'd be a great mattress company name. Unicorn Farts. I it could work. think I, that would I, be good. <laughs> I don't know. Although yeah. Poopery has made a killing with um, the unicorn poop commercials. So I don't know. Maybe people are more into it than I am. <laughs> Maybe. 
All right. So let's talk about next weekend's obsession for just a moment because I need to get re-obsessed with Call of Cthulhu because Car Wars showed up this weekend. And so you guys have to psych me up and rekindle my obsession, which isn't going to be hard. I'm just, I just need to know that, hey, it's going to happen. And B, Kitty is creating all the characters, right? Um, I need you to share it to the right Dropbox. I don't know where it went. So once you do that, I'm on it. I'm so excited for this. I am like, I almost bought a new set of dice just to have an extra um, D100. And then I was like, no, that's ridiculous. And I like stopped myself. So instead I bought two well, I bought a game and an expansion. If I'm being Chris, an expansion <laughs> doesn't really count as a whole game. So I really only bought one game this weekend, and I didn't pick up an extra set of dice. They weren't even that pretty, but yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> so this is how much I was obsessed with Call of Cthulhu at Gen Con. I bought a set of dice for all of you, and they're not the cheap kind. They're like the Cthulhu dice kind. Nice. <laughs> And so you're saying I don't need to bring dice? You don't need to bring dice. You don't. Okay. I have I have the dice. Um, also, yeah. we have dice. Like everyone has dice. We don't need more dice. I dice know. No obsession. one needs more dice. <laughs> I can't reach it. I'm because I'm trapped with cords. But there's like a bag right here that's like this big, and it's all dice. <laughs> the Crown Royal dice collection. Yeah. No, this one is like a bigger bag that contains at least five (laughs) Crown Royal-sized dice collection bags within it. Yeah, if you have more than 4D sets of anything, you have too many dice, is basically what it comes down to. Which is everyone I know, basically. But dice are so pretty. It is insane on Kickstarter. If you're selling dice, you're almost always hitting a million plus. It is crazy. Fletcher... You would probably back some of these dice on Kickstarter. It's true. It's true. Really? Sorry. I forgot that I wasn't near my microphone because I was quietly stealing dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like some dice, but some of them are just like so heavy that it's like it just ruins the table that you roll them on. <laughs> that's an army or bag like really of dice. So Kitty's Kitty has a dice bag that's twice the size of her head sitting on her head currently. Um, yep. Yeah. It's it's a large dice. These bag. are just uh, Spencer's dice. These aren't. I think my dice are downstairs. Yeah, is I, that what the army uses? Because it says United States Army on it. Um, it's actually his friend Dan was in the army and he bought some of these dice from his friend as a like. I don't need these anymore. These are my bad dice. And Spencer's like, oh, I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, they're cheap, whatever. And he just uh, gave him the bag that they were in stored and so spencer put all of the rest of his dice in that bag so, so yeah david asks is it possible to have too many dice answer no and john agrees um yeah i would agree some some dice i have a, a a few sets of metal dice that are very very pretty to look at but i don't tend to use them because you can only use them on felt in like a felt dice tray but uh yeah somehow we've gone to dice but dice are an obsession as well so <laughs> Just, I'm just saying. <sighs> but I think dice is like they're part of the like D and D obsession. It's like I can't be playing the game, so I can at least be collecting something to like add to my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, i I am definitely go through phases with D and D as well. I think we I've must have been playing before. Savage Worlds with this bag because it has one of the the cards dice that you gave us. <laughs> yeah, I tend to do that. Like, we're going to play this new game. Here are presents. Here are more things. You didn't need yep. them, but you have them anyway. 
but because I get obsessed with it. When we switched over to D&D 5e, I bought you all players' handbooks. I'm like, these are yours to keep, whether we change games or not. Are we going to change games? Huh? Huh? Are we? Huh? Huh? Because I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah. But I own every 5e book three times. Like, I, I don't You're need to. You're such a crazy person. I don't need to. Uh, but now it's actually becoming a problem. It used to be they only released one every six months. And now it's like every two months, which is getting far more expensive. So I'm like, eh, I don't think I need it in every different variation that it exists in. I need to put away these dice because I'm making bad audio quality over here. <laughs> <laughs> Just I need roll to be all stopped. the dice on top of oh the Oh my microphone. gosh. If there were a clear surface in this office, this is not my office. This is my husband's office. And, um, I cannot with the the stuff. <laughs> Joshua says that he bu- he ordered a set of liquid core dice, and I oh, that sounds oh. like so much fun. I have I regrets about not backing those dice with the ducks inside them. <laughs> Just those go to were Kickstarter. so cute. There are so many dice. So many dice right now. So many dice. They're always and, there. Yeah, and they all make a fortune. It's insane. It's just so insane. Okay, um, I feel like I want to talk about Car Wars more, but really I just want to go sort cards into binders so that I can build cards. That's the other problem too. Car Wars and cards. Car and cards, it's just a, it's a hard word to type differently. It's a hard word to say differently. <laughs> so if you gonna were going to rename the game, what would you rename it? I think Auto Duel would have been fine. They should have just switched it up to that. Because, I mean, they've been using that name forever. Um, and Auto Duel, I just, as a modern gaming name i think sounds more interesting it still gets across exactly what it is but it sounds like a more interesting name to me but i don't know what do you guys think car wars or auto duel probably they both sound pretty bland actually they should just yeah. buy the rights to the twisted metal name since they don't make any more video games i like That's that a good name yeah they could do you know twisted metal a car wars game like or something yeah. along those lines right subtitle but We'll see. We'll see if the game does actually well or not. Uh, the Kickstarter isn't fully fulfilled. I got so the way it worked is there was one pledge level, and that was like a pre-packaged. Here's everything. So all of those shipped out to the backers, but all of the add-ons are being shipped out over the next couple months. And then once that's done, then the pre-orders get shipped out. So it they are actually saying it could be March before pre-orders ship, which is a really really long time to wait for a game that's now in Kickstarter hands, which again is the top of the show. I'm like, Steve Jackson Games, come on, modernize. They have logistics companies that are specifically meant to do this. Like you just say, hey, fun again games, handle our logistics, and it all happens in a week. But they actually have people in warehouses, like the people who are designing the games, I'm pretty sure are packing and shipping the games. So... There's no money in this industry, so I can't begrudge them that much. But um, <laughs> I've mentioned that before. That's an obsession of mine. This in, um, I still like Homeworlds. I wrote some to some of my pre- previous obsessions. I still like Homeworlds. Not I don't play it as often as I used to, but I love it. Gloomhaven is dead to me. Um, I was obsessed with it. It's gone. <laughs> I'll never play it again. Um, it was it was great. I just it's it's I played it out. Keyforge, I will definitely play again. Too Many Bones, I'll definitely play again. Arkham Horror, the card game. That one is a is kind of a wave of obsession. So as new things come out, I'll get really into it. And then once I've played it, it'll wane. I think that's kind of a healthy obsession. You know, it mm-hmm. when there's stuff to do, I'm into it. And then when I'm done with it, I back away and 
go to other things. Um, and then I have a couple mobile games that I'm, I've been obsessed with over the years. I typically don't talk about them on this podcast. I think I've mentioned Legends of Runeterra a few times. That's my current mobile game. Uh, session is like a digital card game, but, um, there's always at least one mobile game that I'm playing on a very regular basis because it's just so easy to sit down and play them. Um, and if any other obsessions I may have had over the last five years on the podcast, I probably still like those games. I tend not to dive like deep into something I absolutely hate, but sometimes there's, there's a tweak or something, something about the game that I just can't stand. And that can start to drive me away as well. You know, Keyforge's going to time rules was enough to kill the competitive scene for me. And then the competitive scene went away. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. I guess it doesn't really matter. We'll see what <laughs> happens when it comes back. But What about Wingspan? I never liked Wingspan. Um, really? No, I like that. I like that Kitty liked it. So like, like Kitty said, I got a <laughs> yeah. lot of Wingspan stuff for her because I knew that she liked it. But for me, it was just always an okay game. It's It's fine. It's fine. I, I I will play it anytime somebody wants to play it, but it's not something that I would ever go out, even though, again, I bought everything for Kitty for, you know, birthday and like, this is your early birthday present. So when I forget about it, uh, you you already have a present from me. That's that's how that works. It's really nice that my birthday is like right after Gen Con. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it works out really well. Uh, what other, like, I don't know if there's, I mean, there's, there's had to be bunches of them. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I I have fun with it. I try to temper it. I try not to talk about it much. I won't talk about Car Wars again on this podcast for in like more than a sentence or two. Uh, but there are going to be another. <laughs> there's, well, I'm using the YouTube channel for a lot of this stuff because um, I can I can present things in a more visual way on uh, for the videos I'm doing there. But there's there's like three or four more. Car Wars specific videos that'll be coming out on the YouTube channel. <laughs> but I dare you not to mention Car Wars uh, next week. <sighs> I don't know what the topic is next week. I don't even know what the date is next week. What's the date today? All right. So, yeah. 11th, I don't know. You guys come up with a topic. The podcast will be coming out on the 12th. <laughs> you guys, all right. You guys so come I up know. with a topic. Uh, we're going to talk about Car Wars next week. Oh, but I can't mention anything about Car Wars. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about Gasland versus Car Wars versus. I think it's just those two. All right. Let's stop obsessing about things and, I don't know, read some credits or something. Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. If you'd like to follow us on social media, the links for Facebook and Twitter are in our show notes. Want to watch us record live? You can find a link for that in the show notes, too. Comments or questions? Email us at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. If you'd like to be one of these wonderful people, you can find out how by visiting our website, tabletopgametalk.com, and clicking the Support Us link. And there's a link in the show notes, too. Finally, a huge thank you to our current patrons, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, The Gift of Games, Sahara Wentworth, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Jeremy Fisher, Terrence Miltner, Sean Peck, Christopher Dong, Jennifer Engelbrecht, Brian Arnold, Michael Yanikowski, David Sellers, David Radke, Jason Marks, Ann Reynolds, Christopher Letgo, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verholst, Joe Rackstad, Weatherman Keefe, Paul Raymer, Jimothy, Ben Gary, Matthew Droke, David Rank, Nicholas Lotz, Jerry Wong, C. Marie, Justin Willard, Jason Rodney, Cindy Loom, Eric Hoffman, Adrian Dong, Baz Flintham, Eric Slander, Glenn Cotter, John Williams, Sir Sully, Andrew Fayesh, Kamal Perth, Peter Fleming, Gary Bunker, Lightning, S- Lightning Steve, Jim Conrad, Dan Seed, Ryan Ellett, Dina Hersey, Courtney Falk, 
Sean P. Kelly, Mike Smith, Caleb O'Brien, Don Gilstrap, Aaron Moore, Ron Nelson, Agnes Toth, Charles Pearson, Jesse Wheeler, Ronald Roy, Tony Simpkins, David Garner, and Darren McClellan. And thank you to all of our patrons, whether it's past, present, or especially you in the future. Um, Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. All right, who's going to play Car Wars? Kitty, would you play Car Wars with me? No. Terrence, Terrence is going to play Car Wars with me. David Thanks. says he'll play Car Wars. So Terrence and David, they I'll both live local Wars. to me. All right, Fletcher's coming over. All right, we got a, we got our four. So we are going I'm to play Car Wars. I'm busy making Call of Cthulhu characters. And you're going to make Call of Cthulhu <laughs> characters, and we're going to play Car Wars. I'm going to set a date sometime in the next two weeks, and then we'll have a Car Wars report afterward. Deal? But next week... This weekend, we're playing Call of Cthulhu. Right. Yes, we are. In the next two weeks. So probably the weekend after, if that's not Halloween weekend. It's not. Oh, that's Game Hole Con weekend. Maybe we'll do it at Game Hole Con. Hmm. I think I'm going to be on an airplane that day. <laughs> I'll be washing my hair. But you're bald. I know.